Welcome to the Mile High Bite Show, your home for clips, news, bloopers, and more from the Mile High Flight Show team. I'm your host, Ryan Marinholtz, and let's jump right into this. We're ready to serve up some news from around the league on this beautiful Thursday, September the 8th, and you all know what that means. It's time for some football. Week 1 starts off tonight with the Bills versus the Rams, which leads us right into our very first story here. Matthew Stafford is ready to go on week one after his offseason elbow recovery, and according to the Rams, he feels better now than he did at this point last year, uh, which is a very encouraging sign and makes you question how much higher he may uh, be able to go with this Rams team now that that's cleared up. You know, kind of crazy to think that he was able to win a Super Bowl uh, suffering with that uh, elbow, you know. Like, to my understanding, it's just kind of something that's been bothering him, not like necessarily a severe injury that he's been playing with, but on your throwing elbow, that's absolutely nothing to sneeze at, especially with some of the throws that we saw him make last year. But our next story here, Dolphins release running back Sony Michelle, who signs with the Chargers. Uh, Sony Michelle obviously, uh, you know, got released and went to the Rams last year, was part of that, uh, you know, Super Bowl run there, signs with the Dolphins this offseason, uh, didn't make it in camp. And now with the Chargers, who uh, desperately needed some extra running back depth, and uh, this is a solid piece for them. I think Sony Michelle still has a ton left in the tank. Um, they just have a lot of solid running backs in that room with the Dolphins there, and Sony Michelle was the odd man out. So, then a bigger one here: Jimmy G restructures his contract to stay in San Francisco, uh, and he's still making quite a bit of money. He's the highest paid backup in the NFL at this point. And um, yeah, you got to wonder what that uh, feels like for Trey Lance, you know, being promised that this is his team now. And I mean, it's not the worst thing as we've discussed. It's not the worst thing to have Jimmy Garoppolo, somebody who has taken you to a Super Bowl or at least been part of a team that went to the Super Bowl would probably be more accurate, be on the roster as a backup. You know what I mean? Especially if something happens to Trey Lance, if he doesn't come out swinging the way that you want him to at this point. But at the same time, that creates some discomfort for your young quarterback. And then also in that locker room with a lot of players that played with Jimmy Garoppolo, you would have to imagine that there's at least a few that are Jimmy Garoppolo guys and aren't Trey Lance guys. And so how much of a distraction is that going to be? But with that said, I mean, at the end of the day, the more good players you can have, the better. And, uh, you know, just with this offseason situation with his shoulder surgery, uh, did not end up getting traded or head to another team, and he's too good to just release. Uh, the 49ers can absolutely get something out of him, and it's kind of a no-brainer to just hold on to him. Uh, you know, there's only upside in having a backup like Jimmy Garoppolo uh, until you can figure out a, a place to send him, and it may even be by the trade, day, uh, trade deadline, depending on injuries. I mean, you still talk about, like, uh, you know, the Seahawks, once they get into the season and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> we have Geno Smith and Drew Locke. You know, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe that's a, a, an option. As we'll talk about a little bit later, maybe the Jets. I don't think so, just because Zach Wilson isn't that injured, but we'll see. LaVisca Chenault was traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Carolina Panthers for a seventh rounder and a 2024 sixth. And this is a move that I really uh, am interested in because obviously LaVisca Chenault, shout out Colorado, see you, um, you know, one of the guys that I've followed since he came into the league almost purely because he was from Colorado, but he's also just an interesting talent. Um, he's got some physical tools and a lot of people expect him to be used in a, uh, you know, Debo role almost with this, um, 
Panthers team with Baker Mayfield um, almost as a backup to Christian McCaffrey, take some of the load off of him, hopefully keep him healthy, um, and then you can bring him out on the outside too, and he's got the size for those jump balls. He's got that athleticism. Uh, You want to see him start to progress more with his wide receiver game. He's still somewhat raw at that, um, but he's still a young player, and so I'm really interested uh, in this move, and I think that he's going to be utilized better in Carolina than he was in Jacksonville. And probably one of the biggest stories of this week, Eagles trade a 2023 fifth rounder and a 2024 sixth round uh, pick to the Saints for defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and a 2025 seventh rounder. And he's going to move from being a, a nickel in the Saints defense there to their starting safety over there in Philadelphia. And yeah, I mean, I love this move. Obviously with the Saints, you've got a lot of talent on that roster, not enough money to pay them all. Um, and they did not view him as, especially like you talk about some of the safeties that they picked up this offseason, even though Marcus May has some stuff going on, um, they didn't have the money to to pay him what he wanted to be paid. He wanted to be paid top dollar and top safety dollar in particular, not top nickel dollar. Um, and so that is part of the reason why he moves over to starting safety for the Eagles. And then just for him, I love this move because uh, he's definitely got that Philadelphia nasty streak. He's that type of player, a hard hitter, uh, you know, gives it his all. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for him. And, uh, you know, the Eagles, good Lord, the talent that they are building up. And for only a 2023 fifth and a 2024 sixth, that's a great value. I understand that that's like because you're going to have to pay him a ton of money. And so his trade value is naturally lower. But to be able to get a talent like that for that cheap, even if it means you have to pay him uh, big bucks this upcoming offseason, absolutely worth it. And then our next story here, Ravens signed running back Kenyon Drake after being cut by the Raiders. Uh, Another running back move I really like. Uh, You know, obviously the Ravens dealing with uh, J.K. Dobbins still coming back from injury. uh, And that room last year just suffered so much uh, injury. And the Ravens offense is so centered around the running game alongside Lamar Jackson that uh, the more depth you can have, the better. And then Kenyon Drake also gives you some options uh, in the receiving end of things. And that's a a great option to have when uh, this Ravens team really does not have a lot of receiving threats. And then Bills signed punter Sam Martin after he was cut by the Broncos uh, in the 53-man cuts there. Uh, Obviously, Corliss uh, Watman won that job for the Denver Broncos, and uh, the Bills have a, uh, you know, very clear and known vacancy at that position uh, due to recent events, and so it's a perfect fit. The Bills get a solid punter. Uh, The Broncos get a punter that they think is going to be better, and uh, both teams are happy. Titans defensive lineman Harold Landry Harris is ACL and is likely out for the season. That's a tough one. Love Harold Landry, a great talent uh, in this league and only getting better. Um, and so a really unfortunate injury for him right before week one. You always hate to see injuries at any point in the year, um, but it's just so cruel when it's you get that close to week one. You're almost there to the real games, and it's just taken away. And then former Eagles offensive tackle Jason Peters signs with the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately, speaking of injuries, uh, you know, a a situation spurred on by injuries with uh, Tyron Smith there. And, um, you know, obviously Jason Peters has struggled with injuries in his career, but an all-pro, Pro Pro Bowl tackle for a lot of his career, uh, just a solid, solid player and uh, still got some left in the tank and I'm excited for him. 
and then Emmanuel Sanders retires from the NFL as a Denver Bronco after 12 seasons, three Super Bowl appearances, and one win in Super Bowl 50. Uh, you know, congratulations to my dude. Absolutely love him. I have his jersey. Um, part of that di- dynamic duo with Demarius Thomas there uh, in the Peyton Manning years, and you know, a true Bronco, just somebody that uh, worked hard and embodied the spirit of the Bron- of the Broncos and loved the fans as much as the fans loved the team. Uh, somebody that it was really hard to see go, uh, and on such unfortunate terms when he did go as well. Um, and I was really rooting for him with the uh, 49ers against the Chiefs there in that Super Bowl, but uh, unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes was able to take it there. So, and and then unfortunately, you know, Patrick Mahomes cut another one of his runs short uh, there with the Bills last year, and uh, I I really thought that the Bills could use his talents back, but Emmanuel was ready to retire, uh, ready to be with his family, and uh, ready to live his life, and I'm very excited for him. And to wrap it up, a Jets story here. Zach Wilson continues to recover from his meniscus tear and bone bruise suffered in the preseason opener and will now officially be sidelined until at least week four. According to Robert Sala, he has not suffered any setbacks and is making great progress, but was just not healing quite as fast as everyone, including Zach himself, I'm sure, would like. This makes Joe Flacco the starting quarterback of the Jets week one against the Ravens, uh, but and he'll have some pressure behind him too with the legend Mike White breathing down his neck. <laughs> but this is really unfortunate for the Jets as they have been preparing for a potential breakout year with key additions and continued growth from their young core. And we hope Zach can recover to his fullest as quick as possible so he can prove without a doubt that he's the savior of the Jets, as we know he already is, along with a great head coach in Robert Sala and the pieces Joe Douglas has surrounded them with. We'll go more in-depth on this and what it means for the Jets on the next flight show with Enrique, my wonderful co-host and Jets diehard fan. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for this edition of the Mile High Bite Show. Make sure you guys find us on social media. Our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube is at Mile High Flight Show. And our Twitter and merch on Redbubble can be found at at MHFS Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys later.